Welcome to my podcast. I'm Libby Rothschild of Nutrition Business. I'm a registered dietitian, business coach, and course creator. My goal is to help you make moves in your business, take action, create revenue streams, and grow on social media so you can set up systems for monetization. Hello, I am here tonight with Emily Kyle from Emily Kyle Nutrition, and I'm really excited to have her on the podcast and talk about her authentic, raw, and beautiful blog post, which she um, wrote uh, recently on social media. I talked about it last time briefly. I mentioned to everyone that you should check it out. You should definitely go check out her, uh, her blog post and her social media. So I wanted to introduce Emily Kyle from Emily Kyle Nutrition and um, have her explain a little bit more about her blog post and herself. Hey there, everybody, and thank you so much, Libby, for having me. I really appreciate you um, being so interested. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So just a little bit of a background on Emily. She is a registered dietitian who's based in uh, New York. It's Rochester. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And she is into gardens and all kinds of great things. And I actually met her at Fancy last year. We've been connected on social for a while. So I've had the pleasure of connecting with Emily in person and online. And she's wonderful. And she's well known in the dietitian community. And what brought my attention to Emily to have her as a guest is her very vulnerable blog post. So for those of you who have not read it, would you be able to briefly summarize what the article is and says? Absolutely. So I, it was really the first time I've ever written like a diary style blog post. You know, we're always thinking about what we're going to say and, you know, it takes hours and hours to craft a really um, professional blog post. And I just was feeling in a funk and I was like, let me just write this kind of randomly. And I wrote it and hit publish it and I just posted post I didn't think anything of it and it just blew up like it must have really spoke to other people because honestly I never imagined that it would go over the way that it did that's great that's good I'm, I'm glad that it blew up and that's that's what's so special about it and as soon as I saw so I will say that you put a catchy title on Instagram yeah so you, she posted yeah. on Instagram and said I'm not an anti-diet dietitian and me personally speaking having known Emily both in in person and on social, I was kind of curious where she was coming from. So I read the, uh, and this, and I saw it right away. You know, I saw her post right after she posted it. And I saw many others had commented immediately. It is a very popular post. And I saw a ton of people saying that they read your blog and loved it. So I immediately went to your blog. So it's great to know that it was just, yeah. And and I read the blog and I I immediately, uh, well, I messaged Emily and said, I'd love to have you on. And so here we are. But I want to let people know, uh, just to break down a little bit. So you're saying it was diary style. You had no idea it would become a thing. And it's clearly become a thing. So how have you gotten attention besides dietitians telling you that they appreciate you, you know, spilling your guts and sharing your feelings? You know, I think it's so funny, too, in like the world of Instagram and blogging where we're so used to getting likes and comments. But I, I think we don't realize how many people are actually reading our stuff and might not be liking and commenting. Like, I think one thing I learned is that maybe I do reach more people than I, I sure. thought I did. And sure. of course, you know, people reached out in the traditional ways of comments and things like that. But so many private messages, I think maybe because it was a more private 
topic. And I still think that people are afraid to say certain things out loud in our community. So I really was inundated with a ton of private messages from people. That's amazing. Um, that's, that's great. So yeah. And, and I will say, you know, with social media, getting direct messages is another indicator because it, yeah, we get likes and engagement and stuff on our posts, but a really good indicator for knowing when you've touched someone is how many messages you get that are related to the topic. And that's what happened to you, right? Right. I've already seen that people have really wanted to talk to you and and hear more about, you know, what's behind this blog post and they want to know more about you. And that's a sign of authenticity. So that's a job well done on your end. Well, thank you. And I mean, a lot of the blog posts that I wrote was just talking about authenticity and and, in my perspective, what I was feeling and being inauthentic um, to myself. And that was a lot of the the dialogue within the blog post. And I think people really connected with that because they felt the exact same way. And I think they were just afraid to maybe like say it out loud, I think was what, what really made people be like, oh, wow, someone said that out loud. So what made you decide to do this diary style post, share the topic of authenticity, and then tell people that you're, you know, taking a stand to, to really, you know, pull your past stories and have that be a part of who you are now, which is great. So what made you decide to get to the yeah. point where you just press send? <laughs> I've had a crazy busy summer, which is amazing work-wise, and I just have a really, a few really big projects coming up and something that I'm really proud of that I worked really, really hard on. And then I just, I kept getting this anxiety. Like I'm scared to say it out loud. And and that's crazy when you worked so hard for something. Um, And I can't announce it yet, but I'm really excited to be able to announce it soon. And then just like I got a couple certifications and things. And I'm like, I'm doing all these things behind the scenes and I don't want to tell anybody about them. And I'm like, why am I, why am I doing that? And why, what am I afraid of if I do tell people? And I, I had this like sense of impending doom because I know that I have to tell people there's no holding it back. So I just felt like this internal struggle of like, I kind of felt like I had to make a public declaration that I'm moving in a different direction. Yeah. And, but so I, I understand that, but was there a specific or a certain incidents that made you actually do it? Or was it a combination? Because it takes a lot of courage. It was definitely a combination for okay. sure. Like I just feel like it, it was almost like a volcano. Like the pressure just kept building up, building up, building up until one day I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I, I understand. So you want to tell tell us a little bit about the aftermath. So after you wrote this authentic post about your journey and your professional and personal insights, like what happened? Yeah, so like immediately, like you said, I started getting messages. And that's not something that, you know, usually happens when you post out. You get a few comments, a few likes, you know, here and there. And then I just started getting like hundreds. I've never had comments, like, like, like hundreds of comments. And I'm like, wow, this really struck a chord with people and um the dialogue just really kept going because you know of course people would send the first original message but then we'd get into actual conversations and things and everything just snowballed from there and then I also saw that you posted it in a dietitian Facebook group so was that a similar audience or do you find that that was different type of audience that also gave you additional support You know, I think that the whole thing about this is kind of weird because dietitians aren't actually my audience. Right. And um, I think that's important to mention because 
eventually after, you know, after a while, I was like, I can't be spending like a, a ton of time on this because you're not actually my audience and in, in, in the long run, I'm not actually going to make money from this. Um, but because I got such overwhelming feedback personally from the Instagram post and, and I have to say I was feeling a little feisty. I kind of knew it was going to happen if I posted that. And, uh, I just kind of felt like I should do it. Let's spark some conversation, yeah. see what happens. And, uh, I did it. <laughs> That's great. Was the feedback positive from also the, the community of dietitians on Facebook? Overall, the response has been way more positive and incredible than I could have ever anticipated. And the negative response was so much less, actually, than I anticipated. So I'm very happy about that overall. That's great. Well, you you definitely have courage and uh, you stood out to me tremendously. And I really like how you're saying that the dietitians aren't your audience. And I actually think that's a great message to send to dietitians. Uh, because you yeah. are being yeah. you are being kind to your to our your our colleagues, but you're also letting them know, hey, you know, I target consumers, and, and I'm taking mm-hmm. a stance so yeah. I can feel authentic and relatable with them, and that also is leading yeah. by example. So that's that's great. Well, that's what I realized too is that so many of us dietitians, for whatever reason are writing more for our peers and our colleagues than our own audience. And that so holds us back in business. Like, I don't even think that people realize that they're doing it as much as they're doing it. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. Any, any tips for, I mean, it's, it's a little easier for me because I already target dietitians. So um, any tips for those who are maybe not even realizing that they're doing that, creating content that's not for their ideal client? I think it's like you really feel like you want to write about something and you feel like a strong passion about it, whatever it is, but then you second guess yourself and you think, well, what would my peers say? That's a very strong, strong indicator that you're probably on the right path. And, and really it is nice to talk about things that not everybody is always talking about. Um, but just really following more of your own passion instead of worrying about what other people are going to say about what you're doing. And it's, it's so much easier said than done, but what I love about having you you on is that you did it so so let me ask you this because I see this a lot and it's valid it is so valid dealing with the hate and the negativity the Mm -hmm. meanness on Mm -hmm. on social online the bullying um and you know that's a big deal um and there's shades of there's varying shades of it right so I know you said your response was overwhelmingly positive which is Wonderful, yes. and I see that on your social. How do you deal with the percentage, whatever it was, that wasn't positive? Like, how do you deal with the negativity? You know, I think that you know, I'm a very big believer that everything happens for a reason, and I'm a big believer in timing. And I think that for me personally, I was just at a place where I felt secure enough with myself that I knew that any negative feedback that would come my way, I would be able to emotionally deal with well. Um, I just feel like, I don't know if it comes with age or the wisdom that comes with age, but you really just stop, stop caring after a while, I think. That's great. Caring about what other people think, I would say. Yeah, so, so confidence and experience. Confidence and experience, absolutely. And then just a little bit of grit, too. I mean, you really got to be able to be like, you know what? I am so okay with me that I don't, I don't, you know, no one can knock me off of the perception I have of myself. And I feel like once you really get that down and you're confident 
with who you are as a person, you know you're a good person, you know you're doing right, it's much harder for people to knock you off afterwards. I completely agree. And I, I think that can be challenging for people who are, let's say, newer dietitians or, or oh, yeah. younger dietitians, Absolutely. or they're already intimidated with social because, you know, um, it can take a certain mindset. You know, you want to have an abundance mindset. Definitely. But and it takes a while. It's like a callus. You know, you kind of have to build it up. If the first time you get a negative comment, of course it's going to stay. Right. But, you know, it happens enough where, you know, it's not, it's not about me. It's about the other person who's comfortable on the other side of their screen. And after it happens, you know, unfortunately, if it always happens to everybody all the time. But after a while, you're like, okay, another crazy person. I can move on. No worries. Yeah. And, and again, I think that comes down to the, the grit factor because I hate yeah. to see people that get deterred after that. But the reality is that that's hard. Like that's really hard for some of us to oh, endure. Sure. And, and some of us who are, you know, maybe have less experience or let's say we're just starting out in social or you're new on a job and you want to have social media mm-hmm. or you want social media to be your full-time job. Like it's just exhausting to deal with all that negativity. But the reality is that you know, have, you have to, and the reason I'm, you know, I want, I really wanted you here is because you are representing that dealing with that, which I'm ha- happy to hear it's a small percentage. That's a part of being mm-hmm. authentic is that you're going to have to deal with yeah. that. And it's it's not fun. It stinks. But it's the reality of having an online presence. Absolutely. And when I, I mean, I guess I don't, I kind of consider myself a newish dietitian. I've been doing it for three years now. But when I started out, obviously, you know, very interested in pursuing an entrepreneurial path. I listened to so many podcasts and I spent a lot of time like conditioning my mind and and kind of mentally preparing myself for this as well. But I remember listening to this podcast, uh, Marie Forleo with Elaine Gilbert and Elaine Gilbert was talking and she said, doesn't matter what you're doing. She goes, no matter what you're doing, you're going to have to eat a shit sandwich and you just have to decide which flavor shit sandwich you want to eat. And that just like so struck a chord with me because like when I was working in the hospital and clinical, I hated it. And there's always going to be a part of something that you hate no matter what you're doing. And it's just deciding like, what do you hate enough to love it and to keep doing it for a long time? Well said, really, really well said. Um, I mean, that couldn't resonate more with me because it's just, it's true, but it's so hard to just really, (laughs) it's so hard to just go every day with that mentality. So again, that's why you keep people like Emily in your circle and you see, like when you see people who are being authentic, I think it's important to be kind, to be kind to your community and have that support. Um, but yeah, you're going to have to eat a, eat a shit sandwich, like you said, no matter. It, yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, and then that's good that you surrounded yourself with business podcasts, because that's that's a sign of you putting yourself in that environment that supported you. And, and later you're referring to it when you have difficult times. Right. So that came in handy. Right. Absolutely. And another thing that I learned through all of this is that you cannot be scared to unfollow people or block people, even if they've done nothing personally wrong to you. But if they make you feel like any type of way, like you have to be confident within yourself to know, like, I can't have that person in my mental space, like taking up my mental energy. Like, I feel like so many times we're following people because we think we should or it's nice or, oh, it'll hurt our feelings if I unfollow her. 
And I just feel like that's crazy. Like dietitians, for most of us are not our target audience. Right. And so removing ourselves from any kind of like very strong influences, positive or negative, is really important in, in growing self, you know, self, uh, what am I trying to say? Just being better, better version of you. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's, I think that's great and well said. And again, all about the mental headspace. So, in order to keep yeah. your mental headspace strong and clear and focused, you have to put yourself first, and you have to think, like Emily said, a summary here: think about creating content for your ideal clients, and then think about what makes you feel healthy and positive. And that could be listening to business podcasts, and it could be following people who inspire you and don't derail you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Great. All right. Any other um, thoughts or takeaways from the experience or um, whether it be from, you know, maybe you want to share something about your personal story or we could just ask people to go check out your blog, which I definitely recommend everyone to read. And Well, thank you. I think the one thing I would say is, you know, everyone wants to know, like, how do you grow your Instagram or how do you grow your blog? And in my personal experience, the only times I have made leaps and bounds in my growth is when I have been unapologetically authentic and vulnerable and shared something that's very personal to me. Now, of course, I'm not going and airing out my dirty laundry, but incorporating into storytelling and showing that vulnerability has been really a key to growth for me and I know I'm sure a lot of people as well that's great really uh very true and very difficult and very important and you know what Emily I'm actually impressed I didn't realize that it's only been three years since you've been a dietitian to me you seem like such a seasoned gal you seem like you've been doing it for longer Uh, than that so that's nice oh that's really nice thank you yeah so uh, those final thoughts are, are great for her to leave us with today. I just want to say thank you for your time. Thank you for taking the, the energy and being a role model by publishing something in a diary style that's so personal and has you know positively affected so many people. So thank you. Oh, well, thank you very much for reading it and giving me the opportunity to share. And out of all of this, I really just hope that it gives everybody just a little bit more confidence and a little bit more courage to just be a little bit more themselves. I love it. I love it, Emily. You definitely have. Are you ready to build impact and create revenue streams in your business? Go to LibbyRothschild.com and apply for coaching. Also, check out my course opportunities such as Beat the Algorithm to learn how to set up systems for monetization in your nutrition business.